Welcome to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Brought to you by Ring Power, Stackham Storage, Boat Trailer Storage, and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Here's Captain Kevin Faber and Captain Scott Shank. Good evening and welcome to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Kevin Faber sitting in with... I'm here. Captain Scott Shank. Hello. Hello. Yeah, been a, um, it's the it's the continuing saga of of, of the twenty twenty one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is it's been it's been okay this week, mm-hmm. except I've seen some things this week that I've never seen in my life here. And, Agreed. And, and and I I have man, I've fished here a long time, mm-hmm. Scotty, and I I have never seen tides this low. I've uh-uh. never. I I, I mean I. I mean, I looked at it today, and it was like a negative two, two feet. Yeah. And it was like a like 8.30 this evening mm-hmm. was like a seven-foot tide. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about nine-foot uh-huh. nine tides. And, and on a full moon, today's a full moon. Yeah. So that current's moving. Um, I saw stuff just like you said. Uh, you pay attention. You fish that local area a lot. Yeah. Um, I did not realize that the Bridge of Lions has a second – Stage underneath the pilings. I saw that at the three twelve bridge. I thought that those studs went straight, straight down, down all the way down. I had no idea. There's two lips yeah. that are like maybe four six inches lips or yep. whatever, like rims. I saw that and that I, go and, around yep. the piling itself. Yep. And there's one always on the bridge lines. You hell, you can see that one on high tide. And then I didn't realize that one. There's another one down about six feet. It yep. has another rim around. I went. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that is so funny you should say that because I I saw that at the 312 and I went I thought that those that that, mm-hmm. that that big cement that you go around I thought it went all the way down to the bottom and it doesn't. No, it stops. They stop in pours. Yeah. <laughs> Every 6 feet or whatever they must put some more rebar or whatever and make another thing. Interesting. Cuz it's a shelf that goes all the way around. I've never seen that before. I've seen like you said oyster beds on main shorelines that I fished over top of but have never wondered why the bottom was a little rough yeah got a really good idea what it was so i kind of um great tip on folks on these ties like this ain't nothing wrong with running that river in gps and spots oh gosh no because if you have a spot and i've done this before you know because people always ask me why this spot okay well i really don't know all i know is that years ago i got on a trolling motor it yep. started going down this bank, and, caught a redfish and, and I caught a redfish here, and I, I, I my jig head gets hung up right but, here. But or I now, catch drum here, yeah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. And and you, when you look at that, um, you could actually see what you're fishing on, and then you're like, oh, that looks totally different uh-huh. than anything in the mud bank, uh-huh. you know, ten, fifteen yards, or fifty yards, or a hundred yep. yards, or yep. whatever it is. You know, and, and, and then you kind of look down there at 100 yards, and you're like, okay, that's another spot that I like to fish. Right. Well, it looks a lot like this spot. Right. You could put two and two together real easy. And I know you've been fishing on shore. I haven't. I've been in the river all week. So, like, like what you're talking about, I have actually taken time out of the day, regardless of my charter, knowing what I'm doing. But I wanted to go just look at stuff. I never really fished it. I just wanted yeah. to, and that's what I'm saying. I, I found some new stuff this week, too, in the main river. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know. I, I well, I've, I've I've done two inshore trips. See, yeah, this this week, and um, and then what what a show 
at the boat ramps coming in. Uh-huh. Oh, my. So so you had – so I'm, I'm going into Volano ramp. Uh-huh. You've been going into St. Augustine south. Shores or yeah, south. south? Yeah, south boat ramp, Douglas Crane. Can you get in? Uh-huh. Well, the Volano ramp, yesterday, did you hear what happened? Uh-uh. So it's me, Steve Dempsey and his brother. Yeah. And um, Bite Me? What's his yeah, name? Yeah, that's Dale Ross. Dale Ross, okay. Captain well, Dale I Ross. see them sitting outside the boat ramp, uh, outside the rocks, as I go underneath the Volano Bridge, and I'm like, oh, oh. no, this is not good. Why well, there's lightning starting to pop around and yeah, all that and, stuff. And two boats stuck side by side. No way. Yes, sir. Side by side in in the channel going in. Stuck. And, and both of them are, uh, you know, 23 to 24 foot center consoles. Nothing, nothing huge. So they're. That boat ramp is a mess. It's a mess, man. It, it, and so they all bail out, and we're watching them, and, and and they're trying to push over that bar, and that's a, that's a 20, 30 yards. That, oh, all that day. You know, that, that where it's really shallow. All day. You, you know what I mean? And it takes them 45 minutes, you know? Really? And so – Dempsey's in a flats boat, so he's probably not going to have any problem, and yeah. he doesn't. And so, who's the guinea pig on the bay boat? I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm, 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 I'm going. So anyway, I, 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 I made it. I pushed mud with the bow. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, just it. It couldn't have been more than ten inches. Well, I bumped going into Comanche Cove. On Tuesday, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You don't. You think about that. I'm not talking about bumping. I'm talking about pushing. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. But then here comes all these big sport fishers. Think they're going in and out of yeah. there. And I had 1.7 foot at the at that middle channel marker coming inside. I had 1.7 on yeah. my boat. So, so then the problem becomes: Do you have enough water to put the boat on the trailer? Yes, sir. So I, I, I literally, this is what I did. I backed. The trailer in to where I felt comfortable. Yes, I know but, where which, you're going. which is only halfway. It's not enough. It's not enough to put the boat on the trailer. No, because folks, let me tell you about that drop off. But go ahead. Yeah. So I got and so now I walked out into the water. Did you waist deep? Yeah, to find out where the drop off where was. the drop off was. You know, okay, what we're talking about. So so I had to lit, keep doing that, and I had to put my first set of tires. On the drop-off. Really? Yes. Yes, because I couldn't get it on the trailer. There was there was no way. And uh, so I did it, but, man, you're talking about, I've never seen one no. of this low, man. No, and and I put it Douglas Crane, which, same basic thing, but the nicest there, the ramp is pretty steep kind of kind of coming down. Yeah, it is. You're um, right. Uh, so I never got close to the drop-off or anything like that. Um, I was able to load it. The only downside when you're on that particular ramp, the damn thing won't stay up on the trailer. You got to crank it up for like two feet because it keeps sliding back off yes, of it. Yes, I get and you. you gotta, it's so steep. You yep. got to borrow that fine. Even even though half your trailer's out of the water, just the weight and the momentum of the boat keeps sliding off. It's yep. not that I can stick it. Um, but folks, if you have a four wheel drive truck. 
then and there is the time to either put in auto or four low and come out of there where you don't because those ramps are starting to get slick. If you haven't seen the mud because of all these rains we've been having. Well, that and how low it and is. And as low as it's gotten, yeah. you have non-aggressive tires on your vehicle. The weight of that boat, when you start the momentum coming up forward, is going to pull you back. And I, and I, I know we'll talk to him here in a little bit, but Leon called us the other day and said he couldn't. He couldn't put it on the trailer. He couldn't put it on the trailer. No, <laughs> he went in and ate lunch. I, I uh, Waited a couple hours. And, and look, I, I, look it, that's not a... Um, an engineering fault. I mean, that's. The, uh, I'm just saying no. that nobody would ever predict that that kind of a now low what, tide. Now, what is? I mean, here we all talk about king tides. I never heard of the news or anybody saying what tide this one was. What it was this one? I have no idea. You know, we get the autumn, we get the king, and in September spring, or whatever, and, yep. or spring, whatever, and then this one is a tide. That one, but I mean, I didn't. For three days, it was incredible. And and not only that, but usually our most extreme tides are the new moon, right? Not the, Not full, the moon. full moon. Full moon is bad, but the new moon is usually the one that that brings us the extreme tides. So I was caught totally off guard. This yeah, week. because uh, I mean, we, between your ramp and my ramp, I mean, literally, we had the width of our boats to get through there. Yeah, it had water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Yep. But you know, kind of, kind of. Kind of an interesting week of fishing. Oh, yeah. It's been an interesting week of fishing. Okay. To say the least, yeah. To say the least. Um, as far as me goes. Me go. Me goes. <laughs> the flounder thing, we're going to give it a year, and we're going to see how this rule changes. Uh, I mean, helps us. I can tell you, though, there is a pile of fish out there that are 13 inches. <laughs> I mean, a pile when yeah. I tell you a pile. I yeah. probably yeah. released... 15 or 20 every day right. this week, um, averaging three to five legal fish, and legal is 15 to 18 inches for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, redfish here and there. The water is super dirty, as you noticed. Yep. You get anything north of, heck, Airport Creek or Airport, it's like chocolate milk. Right. You know, uh, I've really been kind of... I fished the inlet the last two days and actually been super disappointed in that. Water is just as gorgeous. It's beautiful. Bait all over it. Yep, yep I know. And, oh, I caught three bluefish today. Legal. In the in the in the on the jetties. Sure did. I forgot to tell you about that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yep. Um, a little squadron the, the the one thing and, and, and like I said, I I had to uh I not, not I had to, but I wanted to fish uh twice inshore this week and the lack of jacks and ladyfish yes. Is 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 amazing to yep. me because that's always entertaining, you know. Especially those those four to six pound jacks. They're all this big. Yeah, 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 they yeah. Like a, they look like a big goggle eye. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the hard heads, the catfish continue. Oh to God, be, the saga of those continue. Th- to continue to be. I mean, they, and they've been there since February, by Dude, the way. Dude, aggressive. I'm telling you, you're yes. dragging dragging mud minnows around these docks and stuff like that, and all of a sudden, I even me, I get thump, and I was yep. like, oh God, just. Calm down, please. Just don't jerk early, you right, know. And yeah. whacks at the hook, and he does. This, and then, but you, just like a jack, you kind of you feel him go, you know, feel him like flying around like a bumblebee. And you go, ah, dang it, that's a hard head. <laughs> Starts doing the circles. Yes, it's just instantaneous. It's, just, uh, yeah, it's terrible. You go from a high to an extreme low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now you got to take the damn. Nothing thing wrong off. with it. I'd rather catch a jack or a ladyfish than a damn hard head. Oh, of course. Yeah. And it's just 
just disheartening when you catch one of those. It is. 641-1010. You listen to the most Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Captain Scott Shank. I'm Captain Kevin Favor on 1010XL. When we come back, we'll talk to Captain Leon Dana. Don't go anywhere. The most Southwest Grill fishing forecast brought to you by Ring Power. Stackham Storage, Boat Trailer Storage, and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the most Southwest Grill fishing forecast. Captain Kevin Favor, Captain yep. Scott Shake. And so I pull up to the dock this morning. Like <laughs> I, I do every morning. Yeah, and, yep. You know, and it's about, it's about 10 after 7. Yep. Yep. I'm because a late. I, I'm, I'm, I'm picking my guys up at 7 30. Yep. And I look up there, and I see Captain Leon Dana standing, standing on up the there. And I'm like, well, that's kind of weird, you know. And then I No boat attached, by the way. No. Standing on the dock. No boat attached. No. And then I kind of see you there, and then I I see, like, he's getting on and off your boat. Uh-huh. So was, like, he your, you know. He was my mate today. He was your mate today. I didn't do today. nothing. Literally. Huh? I did not do a thing. Really? I sat on my seat all day long. That ain't good. You need to move around, Scotty. Told him when to drop the trolling motor and <laughs> so, a hook. Leon, how was it? Scotty can get real used to having a first mate. I can tell you that <laughs> right now. My feet are up just like they are right now on the dash. I just sat there. You're doing good, He was Leon. perched hey, up. He never By the way, Mary's out of bait. <laughs> <laughs> Mary's out of bait, yeah. I got on his ass a couple times. He, he uh, sat up there and just go, ah. Put the drum under down. Now I'm going to move this around. All right, Leon, go back in and get me some more bait. All right, put him in the bucket for me. <laughs> Here's the net. <laughs> oh, man. It we was had a fun, great though. Time. It was. Oh, it was, was a great time. Great time today. You know. Talk, right. Just like Scotty said, son, we slayed the hell out of the 13 inch flounder today. I mean, we put the beat down on those little flounder today. I mean, every last one of those suckers came out of the woodwork today. Uh, but you know we had just we just had to pick through you know just hit a spot and catch two or three, then catch one good one, all right. We move on to the next spot, catch two or three, catch a good one, continue on. And I mean that's just what we had to do. We had to pick through them. I mean, that's exactly what Scotty says. He said, "Listen, we're going to catch fish, and we're just going to have to weed through them." And that's exactly what we did. We caught. Uh, no, we didn't catch any trout today. We caught redfish and flounder today and some mangrove snappers today. Snappers. And I mean, it, what's that? Snappers. Caught some snappers. snappers. Oh, yeah. I but mean, he, what was he a, was, what it, what blew his mind, he said, I spent more fuel today than what he does in a week. Oh, they're oh, running around. Mm-hmm. Oh. He I, said, you guys got this I, tough down here. I said, I told you. We just don't go to Marker 3 and camp out for the day and <laughs> catch nine reds and all this. All right, you know? Leon, I have a question for you. It's very, very serious. I, I, and I've told you guys this, the people listen to this show and the outdoor show, I, I, I love to fish with other charter captains. I love to fish sure. with you. I love to fish with Wingo, Captain Kirk. Um, I did it with Tom Lucas. and I mean, I, dude, when I was doing TV shows, that's the biggest God, that's thing annoying. that I loved was fishing with other charter captains. So – you fished with Captain Scott today on a charter, which is the first time you've ever done that, correct? That is correct. So tell me the number one thing that you learned today. I learned to watch. I learned to fish high water today, and I learned to fish drop downs. We don't have those kind of drop downs in the valley. 
mm-hmm. and Scott would be like, watch this. We're going to be this far off, and it's going to go from 4 feet to 13 feet. And I go, really? And you're going to fish that drop down, and we're going to catch flounder in this deep water. And I go, dude, I just fish creek mounts for those things. And, I, yeah, I mean, there's just, okay, what's what? He goes, trust me, we're going to stay out here, spot lock, and we're going to throw up to that dock, and we're going to let it sweep away from it. And it's good. And lo and behold, we started picking flounder off one at a time. And I mean, that's just a totally different way of targeting the same species of fish that I fish in the valley. Right. Um, it, it, it built confidence in me to know that at a higher watermark, I could target that species of fish in deeper water. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. I mean, whew. A little thirteen-inch flounder boy. That boy can hit hard. I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, and and and, and, and that's what I say with everybody. This time of year, well, one, you can't play the tidal flow game, right? Because you're going to get wet. If you leave right. the dock after well, twelve o'clock, you're either going to be sunstroke or wet, one okay. or the other. On on another note, also with that with that Leon, there's really no advantage of fishing an outgoing tide right now. No. We're not catching no. that much any, uh-uh. anyway. You know uh-uh. what I mean? I mean, it's a, you know, it was just like uh, Steve Bell asked me today because you know we caught that one really re- nice redfish. really nice redfish, and he's fished with me before, and he said usually these are schooling fish, aren't they? And I said, not this time of year. Mm-hmm. They're not. By There's the way, a lot. Yep. Kevin, nice fish. Yeah. That was a really that? nice fish, brother. <laughs> Wait, you got to hear Go the story on. in person. You can, it doesn't going to do any justice talking about it over the Yeah, I, 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 I have to tell you. because You it, really got to do it. Wait till you <laughs> see the hand motions and everything. It was, it was hysterical. It, it, it was, uh, Leon, it made my week, made my month, maybe my year. You know, there's there's always those memorable moments. Um, and, and here's, the, I, I'm going to tell you this. Here's the crazy thing. Steve has fished with me before. Um, and we always have great conversations and, and he's like, Hey bro. He's like, do you ever just wake up in the morning? Like you really don't want to go fishing, you know? And we were having this conversation when I heard the drag go off. Uh, okay. Oh, really? Seriously. Yes. We're having this conversation and we catch the fish and I told Steve, that's why I do this. Right. It's that, just a one yeah. shot you're going to get. Uh, yeah. That's why I do this. You know, at, at 87 year old Mr. Roy catches a 27 inch red on a popping cork yep. and, 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 and he can't stand up. His knees are shot. Yep. You know, we and, had Mr. Lee who has sciatic nerve problems. Right. Same dang thing. He never left the bow of my boat. Leon, I mean, literally was. Was his yeah. mate, you uh-huh. know? I mean, had to do everything. A little bit of casting at times. Um, oh no, I didn't have to do that. But my uh, t-top did get oh, beat up. Leon. Your t-top is not blue anymore. <laughs> I did a so, lot of casting today. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, but that's it. Like we're getting ready to leave, and I've just—I mean, we fished until twelve thirty, quarter one. I mean, way late into the day, and he doesn't even say a word. And literally, the last cast—I mean, he catches a little thirteen and a half inch flounder. Never says a word. Got one, and Leon, or I put the net up already because we've made numerous casts. Right. And haven't I picked right. up another fish? It all happens real quick. When you pull up to a dock, in five minutes, you're either going to catch five fish or you're going to catch none, and you leave. Mm-hmm. Right. And we sat there and threw and threw and threw, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Mr. Lee hooks up, Rod's doing <laughs> this thing, one. and uh, Leon flips him in the boat as a little chipper. And uh, it was like, damn, I had the big engine started, the trolling motor was yep. off, I was drifting backwards. Yeah, so now what do you do? And I, well, I locked the trolling motor back on real quick. Right, exactly. I bumped yeah. the engine in gear one-handed, locked the trolling motor with the other just to stop because I didn't know how big it was. 
And then Leon, but get do the you, net. I'm but fumbling. do you leave? Huh? Do you leave? Hey, dude, I was, I was uh, not being mean, but I was over. It was quarter we one. Were done. Was oh, 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 we were done. Oh, 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 I thought, okay, no, 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 I no, mean, no. I was an th- hour and a half over my time okay, because yeah. all three of these people are really special people to both of us. Oh, my and, God. Uh, we had the trifecta today. In the yeah, we had the trifecta of loveliness. But, yes. um, yeah, we had Mark and Mary Zuckerman today, which and are Lee both really good clients for both of us. And Mr. Lee, which I met for the first time, which is one of Leon's really good clients. And – must be really good enough, because guess who paid me today? He goes well with me often. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I, I'm confused on payment. Leon did. Oh, Leon paid you. Leon, <laughs> Leon paid for the charter today. Yeah. I didn't get a tip or nothing. You like didn't get that. a tip no, from Leon, no, really? Cheap bastard. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I will. Uh, he brought me sixty. He bought me sixty dollars worth of mud minnows, so I'll keep. Yeah, uh, yeah. I yeah. brought I'll you eighty-five dollars worth of mud minnows. Okay, whatever. All right. Yeah, all and right, he gave right. you sixty. So, are, do you have some mud minnows left? Yes. I need just a few to more. Fine, it depends. Okay. Right. You know what, Kevin? I just realized. There. What's that? You had two guys in your boat. If you add their age together, that's over a hundred and seventy years old. No. Well, They're over eighty each, right? No, 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 no. Just one. No, no Steve, Steve, Steve's young. Steve, Steve's, Steve's in his fifties. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was gonna say forties. Yeah. Steve, Steve, okay. Steve, Steve's in his fifties, and 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 but, you know, I. Holy crap, Leon! That's scary because we have like four hundred years on our boat. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah and, and, true. and Leon, how about my parents' sixty. Fourth yes, congratulations. I, I, need, I, need, I didn't text I mean, them. You, I know, you stop, just stop and put that in perspective. Yeah. How do you get along? I mean, you know, we're, I mean, I've been, I'm going on 34 years, but how do you get along that long? <laughs> you know, Dude, 64 my, my years. If, you, you, look, you know, my, my parents are so in love. Oh, I know they it's are. Crazy. I know, I know they are. I mean, they're, they're, they're you know, di- it, Leon, different generation. That's all I can yeah. tell you. No, you know, you know what I mean, and and it's agreed, uh, agreed but, on that. But sixty four, man, sixty four years, and 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 like my dad said, they've they've uh, they've literally been dating or in whatever love. for for sixty in love for sixty eight yeah. years. That's crazy. Sixty eight years. Wow. But that goes to show you when you, when you understand. Years, and I'm still waiting for her to put the pillow over my head. Yeah. <laughs> But that's where you understand stuff like that, you know, good Lord speaking. But when if something happened to one of them, you can really undersee why just the other one gives up within a few days oh. or a week or yeah. two. And just because, I mean, that's their, their whole here. life. Uh, yeah. It was uh, 68 years yeah. together. Yeah, 68 right. You know how long that is? <laughs> I hope to live to 68. Hell yeah, that's all I'm looking yeah. for. Give me good 14 point. more. Give me 14 more, baby. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. That's right. Oh, yeah. but, but anyway, I, I, I had to throw that out there. So, no, congratulations. So, so, Leon, um, obviously we've had a lot of rain this week. It's been ridiculous. It just, just, I mean, even my wife is, uh, whenever I get home, she's like, w- like, is it just going to rain every day? What's the deal? We, we were, we all grew up here and mm-hmm. we're, we're somewhat used to it, but this week's been ridiculous. So yeah, it really really affects your fishing because you don't have the tidal flow and we're talking about palm valley folks that in that area of of it being able to flush out yeah either you know through saint augustine or through mayport and you're right in the middle it it will it it literally will shut your fishery down won't it leon it most certainly will and 
it will it has started i know for a fact that sawgrass is starting to do their pump down and it's just going to get worse from here for me i mean i'm gonna have to call my probation officer and i'm gonna have to call you guys to get permission to head south because if it keeps raining like this that means d dot's going to start pumping out nocatee the plantation sawgrass are all going to start pumping down their lakes and it just pumps right into the valley and it gets so bad literally when you launch your boat you can't even see your trailer lights it gets that bad yeah. and the fish they just get a sour belly and i just got to head south i mean i'll start fishing south of palencia uh you know that's where i just start fishing from there fishing drop down fishing deeper water trying to find yeah. anything find a creek that's clear start going to Casacola, start going to capo heading south to the airport do anything i can do to find clean water that's that's the name of the game. Hmm. Yes, sir. Hey, we never left from bridge to bridge except for me to do one thing and go down there and check my pets, and the water's way too dirty. They're gone. Yeah, and like yeah. I said earlier, I could not believe just how much running we had to do. I mean, I looked, like I said, man, you guys don't have it easy down here. You always got a running gun. I mean, when running gun, that don't mean, oh, I'm just going to go from one side of the bank to the other. It's a flat-out run, and I'm like, I mean, Scotty burned some fuel today. There was no doubt about that in my mind. And like you said, that's more fuel than I burn in a week. <laughs> well, look at how many spots we fished today. Yes. I mean, what absolutely. did I hit? 15, 18 spots today? Yeah. In five and a half hours? around hard. I mean, I docks-wise, mean, I mean, hell, I hit seven docks in North River and six down south and went to my little redfish spot and there was nothing there. So, yeah. But I, I, I guarantee you, and I, I told scott this on monday um i had a, a five hour inshore and and leon i i started running out of spots brother yeah i mean i i seriously i, I was doing everything i could i don't know how these captains work six to, hours to to, to to catch fish i don't and, work nothing six hours in the river and it, it every and i had no excuses none nope the the the, the tide was perfect the wind was perfect. You know, they didn't want to go offshore. They wanted to stay inshore, which and and there was nobody on the river on Monday. Uh-uh, no, no, it was really no, pretty. no one. And no. I caught nothing, Leon. When I look, I caught some jacks and some croakers and some hardheads and one thirteen-inch little tiny tiny mouse red. Um, but I mean, I'd never caught a solid fish uh-uh. all day. I That's was like, painful. it is, man. I mean, it, I, and. You know, I ran almost to, you know, pretty close to 206 Bridge and worked my way all the way back. Um, dang. There ain't no reason to go south of south of downtown. No, 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 no. I the can promise you, Leon, Kansas. I wasn't going south. The next south. stop is Matanzas. That's right. If you leave 312, yeah. you don't stop again to hit Matanzas. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yep, I to- oh. totally agree. I will say this much, that the difference in the scenery – Scotty took me into one creek. I don't know where the hell it is. Isn't it cool? My, my creek. God. The, the, uh, the uh, mangrove, mangrove trees were just mind-boggling to me because you don't see that up north. It was just amazing. I'm like, they we're in a different – we're in South Florida all of a sudden. Feel, yeah, yeah, it's Eight a, years ago, that place was a desert. A you desert. You could have looked and seen every single house in yes. Marsh Creek, and now you can't with all the foliage. 
It's incredible. That was beautiful. And I took him that in there on a crappy gorgeous. tide. If I were to take him in there on low tide where you could really see the drop-offs and yep. how the mangrove roots are yep. are really why I'm in here fishing this stuff, it would have blown his mind. It's, it is the coolest creek. But you know what? There's three or four creeks down there that, that, that have that same scenario. And I keep telling everybody, I'm, I'm just telling you, if we had like white bait or – Little pogies go in there on a, on an incoming high tide yep. and fish fish underneath those mangroves. Those, yep. I promise you, those snook are there. I guarantee oh, yeah. you, they are. And, no the, and we couldn't be. see it that yeah. the banks are undercut. You know, I mean, I all those banks are undercut where the fish can literally. I mean, just like what you watch photography down in the Keys when they're all in the yeah. mangrove fruits. That's what I got right here. I know. We got that. Yeah, I know. We, we do. got that. Yeah, but one or two shrimp going by them don't mean squat. No. It doesn't, and uh, shrimp on a jig head is not a good snook bait. No, it's not a good snook uh-uh. bait. Or a shrimp on a or or, or a mud minnow on a uh-uh. jig head. It's not a good snook bait. Uh uh-uh. uh Not in the creek. No. I mean, I catch one here and there. I mean, I did catch one in there earlier in the week, but I mean, it's that's a rarity. Yeah. I mean, catching one on the jetties or whatever is is it's is kind of common. All the time, it's yeah. common. Yeah. Just yeah, because is. they reach out and grab it, that's all they're looking. And that was the whole thing when I was explaining to Leon, which he knows, but, I mean, explaining to the other people, on the jetties, whether you're flounder fishing or whatever, it's a reaction bite. They know damn good and well that thing's going eastbound. Right. If they don't grab it while it's coming by their nose, that's why the hit is so ferocious. Right. To where you don't right. have to feed a flounder out there. He goes, doink, you can be fishing an eight-inch bullet. Doink, you just set the hook. <laughs> doink. All right, Leon, we got to run. Thank you again, Scotty. Thank you very much. No, thank you, bud. I appreciate the day. I sure do. All right. All Y'all right. take care and have a good one. See you, buddy. 641-1010 if you want to give us a call right on the Mo Southwest Grove Fishing Forecast. Captain Scott Shank. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. When we come back, we'll talk to Captain Chip Wingo. I have no idea what he's done this week. No, we talked briefly this morning. Yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. We'll talk to Chip, see what he's been doing. We'll be right back. The most Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power, Stackham Storage, Boat Trailer Storage, and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the most Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Captain Favor, Captain Scott Shank. And as always, this segment is brought to you by our good friends at Fish Bites Trading Post. And Captain Chip Wingo, because he's mad at me. Why is Chip mad at you? No, I he 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 calls Leon this morning, Chippy. Chip, hello, yeah. Chip. He always so gets mad at him, Kevin. <laughs> That's true. Listen, he does. Listen, he does. Listen, no, no, He's just so listen. Sensitive. I'm easing into this. Just hold on. So anyhow, he calls Leon's phone. He calls Leon's phone. Leon's got one of those little, you know, Star Trek space watches that he talks into. I whatever hate the hell those, those things, things are. Yeah. So anyhow, of course, it's on. I mean, the only way you can talk to him, of course, because they're on speaker. So, of course, you know me. Communicator, Scotty. Huh? Yes, communicator. Oh, okay, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Star Trek Poindexter uh-huh. communicator. And uh, so, you know me and, and all that. What the hell do you want? I'm busy. You know? Give him, well, fine. I don't want to talk to you either. So he hangs up on Leon and me. <laughs> I didn't oh. hang up. I talked to Leon. I'm like, oh, you, didn't... you didn't even do anything today anyway. <laughs> You're right. I mean, right, they so... paid for the charter. You just sat there. I was like. I heard you say you didn't get tipped, and I'm like, what did you do? Yeah, exactly, to get tipped. <laughs> well, I was trying to tip my mate. It's very appreciative that you get yeah, your mate a tip. Yeah, what, what exactly did you do to get tipped? 
Yeah, you were talking about fish by Stranding Post. I was down there today for a little while. God, that place yep. is awesome. I know. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I have, I have a what? fish bites question. Okay. So, yep. fishing, fishing with my buddy Travis Tabor on yep. Tuesday. Yep. Okay. Yep. And um, we were slow trolling and, and and on the beach, and it was <laughs> – it was slow. It was slow okay. trolling. It was slow It was slow, trolling. you know, and then he's like, hey, did you bring any fish bites? And I said, I do have some fish bites on the boat. So he started asking me questions, and, and look, I, I, I couldn't answer these. And, and, and you, you talk about a certain bait that you throw. So he was asking me, do they have an actual mullet pattern? Yeah. No. Huh? Yeah, well, it's a swim bait. Well, I mean, it's a swim bait. It it's that dirty boxer when he's talking the about The dirty boxer. Okay. No, the uh, dirty boxer is a curly It's a color. Okay, oh, the, oh, okay. I thought that was a swimming stuff. mullet. No, nope, they see, have a swimming See, mullet. you don't even know. All right, so, Chip, I'm going to ask you because Scott doesn't know. I'm, I'm and, taking and, it He will know the answer to this. So, when I, dude, I've been fishing with fish bites. I have no idea. 20 years. Okay, since since they started, but the only thing that I've ever fished is the strips. Right, that, that's yeah. all I've ever fished with. I've never fished with, so so it's an actual paddle tail. Is it made up of fish bites? Yes, it's Same a fish thing. bites formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? But it's it's a harder bonded material. That's what so. that that's 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 my question. It doesn't disintegrate. It doesn't. Dis- okay, that's like a, my second question. Okay, it doesn't have that. It's it's poured in a mold. Other than it. Pouring on that mesh, feel me? There's I, no yes, mesh. In it. Yes, there's no mesh. Yeah. In it. Okay, okay. So there's a paddle tail, a fluke, a curly yes. tail, and tail. a shrimp. Shrimp. Yep. Okay. And so, soon to be coming, coming out, out with, with yeah, a big paddle or big uh, curly tail. Curly tail. Yeah. For like tarpon fishing. Yep. For tarpon fishing. Going to be fishing. Okay. 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 And yeah. I really actually want to use it offshore flounder fishing and put it on a like a three ounce jig head. Uh, we, we've, we've talked about that for a couple of years now. That's and, our next and, thing yeah. with Captain's Choice. We're we just we, we just missed flounder heads. season this year. Two yeah. things: we didn't have the weather, and we didn't have the bait. You know, I don't know. They caught somebody caught them yesterday. Really good. I was told that it was a cart day. Oh oh oh! oh dude, look, I've caught them all I've, through the summer. Yeah yeah, really in close. Yeah, like where were you at the other day? Yeah 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 yeah. Oh, and I, he threw them up on a cart like five pounders, seven pounders. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure really they're there. Ones. Yeah. But here's the funny thing, Chip. Um, so there's bait on the beach this week. And on on Tuesday, <laughs> I throw it and, and, and float it. And I thought that I had like a net full of blue runners. These pogies. Oh, wow. I, was, I mean, seriously, uh, there was none in there to, to, to flounder fish with. Really? Uh, they were all those big turbos? Yeah. Big, big old yeah, flip-flops. Big old flip-flops. I was going, wow, that's good. Great. Obviously, great kingfish baits. I mean, just fantastic. Watching them in a prop wash is just incredible. Oh, it's it's yeah, yeah. And they they can swim, boy. They can swim. But no, I would have been a little disappointed. You know, you you need those four or five inches. Yeah, and and I'm I'm okay with the, even being a little bit bigger than that for the for those for those whopper flounder. Well, and I mean, and it deters the snapper. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to be way more patient. But you ever spread the jaws open over a 13-inch yeah. yes. flounder? Yeah. Dude, he can, I mean, he can, he can suck a bait that's two and a half that's inches right. long. Yep, that's right. With, I mean, in the width of his mouth. Yep, 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 yep. But these were, I just don't think that, that uh, Can you imagine? Just wait on it. Just yeah, just wait, wait on, on it. Yeah, yeah, he thumped right. me, Kevin. Just wait on yeah. it. 
Yep. Three beers later, three beers later, yeah, but it'll be worth over, it catching drunk. a ten pounder. Oh, I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Just yeah, just another hook and drop it down and leave that. Yeah, one yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Have yeah. to drop them down like kingfish and stick a treble hook in the back. No, no, no. I've I've had some great bites of flounder offshore in June and July. Great bites. So, I'm, I'm, hopefully, we get some weather next week. To, Does it look uh, like it's gonna break at all, boys? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Southwest. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, hey Kevin, do you ever use the corks for? Um, do you ever use corks when you're uh, tarpon fishing? Um, no. I, I yes and no. Um, no. I mean, ninety percent of the time, no, I don't. Okay. Um, Just curious. Yeah, you know, I, I I know, you know, I've watched Leon, and 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 and. Leon loves to throw those those Cajun thunders or whatever. Zach's damn good at it too. Zach, yeah, Zach, Zach, Zach throws a lot of corks too. And I'm not trying to be um, anti cork or 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 old fashioned or whatever, but it's just I have more confidence yeah, in throwing in throwing that 80 pound fluoro with a with a small strong hook. Um, yep. Because there's a lot of bites that you you know you're you're really asking for a surface bite. And you don't yeah. see too many of them in a, yeah, in a yeah. pod. And, and, and when you throw that, because I always tell people, Chip, when they throw that pokey out there, first off, you don't you don't just let it, like, sit, you know. You, you let him swim down and you pull him up because he's going to swim down with the school. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and you just kind of pull him up and let him swim back down. Um, you know, 90% of the, my bites are way below the surface. I got you. I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm curious. I yeah. can't and, wait to try out these new corks. Um, oh, 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 oh! The, so, but but you see, that's different now. Uh-huh. What 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 you have because it's adjustable. Mm-hmm. You know. So, yeah, because I'm looking forward to running them shallow over oyster bars, running them deep off the ledges. Um, you know, and and playing around with them because they you they pop too. I mean, they rattle. You work them just like a popping cork too. Um, so they'll be real fun to play with this week. I'm going to go out and do some uh, some uh, R and D myself. R and D, yeah, R and D. So it's 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 called it's called a Harper's Super Striker. Super Striker, yeah, and, and it's got a brass tube all the way through them. So um, they're double floats the way, with double floats, and it's got they rattle, they slide up and down. You have a glass bead. On the top and the bottom, so you can put your uh, your swivel on the bottom if you want to use a swivel, or you can use a bigger knot and run whatever you want to underneath it. And then at the top, it has you use a bobber stopper, um, the one that, they come with two different types. You can use the one you slide on your line, which is rubber, that you can slide up and down, or you can use the one that ties on, you know, through the glass, it's got like right. a little tube, and you cinch it down. Yep, yep, cinch, yep. But, um, you know, I, I was listening to Leon talk about, you know, not having those ledges in the valley. We have a lot of them. That's what I fish a lot of the time. We fish a lot differently. Um, you know, he goes in super shallow and gets right on top of them. And a lot of times I'm fishing the stuff off the edges, and there's some spots that I want to play around, you know, with that cork, too, running about. Because there's, there's been some bigger trout caught this year, and, and they're all coming deep. So... You know, man, if you if you listen to Kirk, Captain Kirk Waltz out of Mayport, okay, so he uses those little balsa yep. corks, and, yep. and 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 it's got the um, 
the the string tie yep. that that goes on yep. to your main line. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. he's always adjusting it, and the cork goes all the way to the hook when he's throwing yep. it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got two feet a leader or whatever. No, 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 no. It goes all the way to 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 the hook. All right. Yeah. 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 So he's got a, you know either a split shot or something like that. So the cork slides all the way down to that, right? Okay. Very easy to cast. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he could sling it a mile. Well, then he's mm-hmm. got the indicator, let's say 20 feet. Right. So he's fishing 20 feet down with with a cork, which I think is like way smart. Oh, so he's – okay, so you're telling me the regular balsa floats that yeah. we grew up fishing. No, not, or, not, no not, not the heavy ones. Little, no, little cork. Different. Oh, Little oh, cork, okay. like, like three or four They're inches. not the eight-inch ones that we no, used no, to no, fish no, with. No, 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 because you, with those you had to have the old trout weight and right, everything right, else. Right, right, right. No, 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 no. This is – it goes all the way to the hook or the jig head. Like, because Chip likes to use a jig head with corks, too. I Again, yeah. when I fished with him a couple of years ago, I learned, learned me something. Learned right? me something. Yeah. Learned me something. <laughs> yeah. And, but, but, but he was still throwing a Cajun Thunder with, you know, 10 foot of line on it, 10 right. foot of leader. Right. Well, what Kirk does is he has the one that's adjustable. So he can fish two feet or 25 feet. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. That's why I got these, Kevin. Exactly. I love it. I, I, I love yeah. that, Chip. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, and you can also, you know, if you, I like to use heavier leader than most people. I use 30 and 40 pound all the time. And you can actually get the leader. And I tie those long leaders. It'll slide all the way up and down that leader. So I can fish it as deep as I want too. So, I mean, you can do a short leader if you want and then do what Kirk does and have it slide all the way down to the hook. I mean, it just makes it so much easier to cast. Huh. And I have a lot of clients that like using them because they like seeing the fork go down. Look, yeah. let, let's face it. Hey, Cajun thunders are yeah. not the easiest things to cast, no. man. Uh, they are, they are, they're awful. You know, if people yeah. don't understand how to. You don't rear back. It's a, it's a helicopter motion. Yeah, and and and, 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 and and about fifty percent of the time, the shrimp goes in front of the cork, mm-hmm. and and you, you know, I mean, it's a, it's um. And it, I don't it, throw it, more than two. One's in the back. One's never. In the front. I never throw more than two. Yeah, I don't care if I got four yep. people. You know, but you got to trade off. I love this idea of of what you're talking about and what Kirk does because then you don't ever have to worry about them getting tangled up. No, no, right. and yeah. you can also, like you said, you can adjust them. And yeah, I'm keep three rods on the boat with those on it, and I'll have three with jig heads, and then you know, I, a lot of times I'll go free line. And you know, I was with Scotty talk about those mangroves. Scotty, if you'll take and hook a shrimp in the tail. With free lines, with like a kale hook or whatever, flip it yeah. up there. I bet you'll catch those fish under those mangroves because he'll I swim. I just got to go to a good. smaller diameter amount of, I mean, braid and a, a little, like Leon, and a little like the 1500, 1000 series reel, you know, something that seven and a half foot rod, something that you could reach out because, I mean, again, you're casting a shrimp that only weighs three or four ounces. Yeah, but you can cast, trust me, you can cast them a long ways. You'd be surprised. I've been doing it a lot lately. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. trying something different, and you know, I did what Kevin was. We had talked about where I caught all those those little two and a half yeah. inch bogies down in the valley and started live chumming, and it fires those fish up really. Fast. I was amazed at how many yellow mouse showed up. Um, but uh, I've been trying stuff different because you know it, it's we've had a weird year. We know that yes, we have. Water, you know, and yeah, I've had a great week of fishing. It's just been a variety of everything. You know, and hey, just just real what what other real quick question? 
Um, mm-hmm. Do you ever clean bonnet heads? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Okay. Yep. I mean, we have you ever ta- have you ever tasted one? Yeah, it's delicious. They're I, great. They're everybody ones. said they're delicious. I want to. I want to try one. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll see. If, well, I tell you what. Sometimes the clients are a little apprehensive, so I'll just go ahead and keep one and clean it for you. Um, we kept a, a about a forty-inch black tip this week too. Um, I've and, eaten uh, plenty of black tip, and I'm not that big yeah. on it. Is yeah. a bonnet head better than a they, black tip? They, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Much okay. better. But my clients texted me back on the black tip, said it was delicious. They loved it. Yeah. So, um, have you, you know. have, have you ever had Mako? Yeah, oh that's God, incredible. Yeah, that's the best thing. It's 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 the most amazing it's, it's, flipping it's, meat it's, ever. It's, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's almost like oh, a swordfish. If you, if it's you're, pink. It's if you're if you're into swordfishy and kind of stuff like that, you'll love a Mako. Oh my gosh, yeah. I've only eaten it one time. My neighbor caught one. Yeah. And 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 brought me a chunk. I'm like, ah, shark, you know. Oh my no, gosh. No, that's a whole nother. That's a whole. It's a whole nother a whole deal, nother dude. Deal. Yeah, I mean, my gosh, Chip. If you caught a 500-pound Mako, I mean, you, loving you, it. you can eat for a year. Hey, I got I some, do we, how many minutes? Yeah, we, do we, got, we got to run. What you got? Real quick, uh, interesting thing occurred yesterday. Uh, my nephew, Dalton, which is also a charter captain, had a sushi chef on his boat. Didn't realize it. Heard this story. Did you already? I'll tell Chip. Anyhow, you you know when you go get sushi that is not... $200 a mouthful, which will be a bluefin tuna. Take a while. Guess what your tuna sushi is, Chippy. Bonita. Yes, sir. Bonita. The guy says it is thinking incredible, and he had all of his yep. crap on the boat yesterday. And, I mean, they literally well, went and targeted Bonita's. Yeah, the guy well, loves it that much. Well, it, 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 he's, he's, not, he's not so much tar- talking about the, 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 the sushi that you – Dipping soy sauce, right. wasabi. He was talking about, you know, with with, with the, the rolls, the rolls and, and stuff that. like that. Yep. Is, is he said ninety percent of it's bonita. It's bonita. Yeah, and, I, and I get that. Told, yep, we got like Told them. Right, yeah, he guys. does. All right, buddy. Yeah. Thanks, Bye. Chip. Good See talking to you. Bye. Six four one ten ten. We got one more small segment to go right here on the Mo Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. And speaking of forecast, we'll give that to you when we come back. This is the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power. Stackham Storage, Boat Trailer Storage, and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Yeah, no uh, no Captain Ricky Papour this evening. No, 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 no. Boy, he was in a raw mood this morning on the dock. But it is true. Nothing worse than having buzzers go off on your engines when you just start your day. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. And he found out that one of the alternators wasn't charging. Yeah. For the so he's getting a low voltage alarm, I guess, going off on his engine. And, so and, and, and you got to go do a trip. Mm-hmm. Yep. So <laughs> I said so. So he calls me on the phone. I said, "You all right? You, you know, you calm down. You know, because he's he's always sitting here going, I want to meet that Leon. I want to meet that Leon.' Yeah. So I go. So I pull up there broadside to him. I go, "Hey." He says, "What?" I said, "Who are you what?" I said, you want to meet the infamous Leon? He's right there. Well, I ain't got time to meet nobody. He's real short, man. I went, damn. So all of a sudden he goes to fire up the engine. I hear, and I went, oh, that's why. Oh, it's hateful. Nothing but hateful engine not yes. wanting to crank and yep. all that. All right, real real quick, uh, forecast tonight. Rain. Uh, east winds 10 to 15, diminishing to 5 to 10. Ooh. 
Yeah, four to six, slight chance. Four to six for seas? Uh-huh. Wow, they changed that. Yep. Friday, east winds five to ten, three to five, with a dominant period of eight seconds. Okay. Uh, Friday night, east winds ten knots, three to four. Saturday, east winds ten to fifteen. By the way, they postponed King Buster. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What yep. is your thoughts of on that? Absolutely, hundred percent. Good. Because okay. if it was three to four, I wasn't going to fish. No, and it takes all the little boats, and all there goes all your. Well, not only that, but this this tournament hit that tournament's about the kids. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. And it yeah. was a great it was a great call by Don Dingman to yep, pull it. Yeah, yeah, it's the so they postponed it to 14. the weekend of the of, of July twenty third. Is that what is twenty third? Yep, okay, yep, okay, yep, okay, okay. Yep, yep. So, um, man, good call, I, I, great call, I, great call, great call. And not only that, I would much rather fish Hell July twenty yes. third than than June third yep, or yep, June twenty third. Yep, 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 yeah. Yep. 100%. Uh, Sunday east winds ten to fifteen, three to four. So, a little iffy this weekend, you know, to to fish offshore. I'm not a big fan of east. No, I'm not a big fan of east either. And not only that, but these crazy outgoing tides at inlet. They said the all, inlet, the, the, all the offshore boys that were coming in from their half days this morning. Yeah, they said that joker was right coming through there at twelve thirty one o'clock. Had to be all ugly. The, even all the big boats, you know. Yep. Yep. So you and me are going to be flounder fishing. We are going to be flounder fishing yep, in the yep, morning. Yep, yep. I got my mud minnows. Thanks, Leon. <laughs> so, folks, make sure you join us for the Nimnik Outdoor Show on Saturday morning from seven to ten. We'll all be there. Myself, Jeff Logaman, Captain Kirk Waltz, and look, it is going to be a little snotty this weekend. But get out, and go fishing. The mornings are gorgeous. I Morning, know it's five, beautiful, but you know relatively be close to home by one or two o'clock exactly y'all have a great weekend see you